Happy Friday, theatre lovers. This week's guest is Kate Stokely. We chat a bit about her theatre origin story, how she approaches character development, white Christmas stuff, and much more. Kate is naturally approachable, cheerful, and warm. On with the show. So, welcome, Kate Stokely, to Sarnia Famous. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This is actually a milestone for the show. This is the first time Mm. I've interviewed someone who I'm actively in a show with. Yay! Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, I was thinking about it too. Um, I couldn't think of a better person because, for a number of reasons, but primarily, you're, I know sheriff isn't the right word, but you're the group. Oh, uh, deputy? Deputy, okay. A new sheriff was wrong, but that was the only (laughs) word I could think of. There's a new sheriff in town. Um, But yeah, because so. That role is new to me as a concept, and I understand is somewhat new to to theater here as well. Basically, it's like a liaison, right? Somebody that you feel comfortable yeah. talking to. Yeah, so if there's ever an issue that arises or just questions, I guess even, for people who haven't been in a show or even people who have been in shows but need a reminder about something, they can come to me and I can kind of get them the answers. And if I don't have the answers, then I find them out. <laughs> I figure it out and let them know. So why do you think, like I have my theories, but why do you think that everybody was like, it's Kate, pick Kate. We need Kate for this role. I don't know. Um, I like to think maybe uh I'm easy to get along with yes. I don't know yes absolutely <laughs> also I've been in a few productions in the ensemble so I have experience there and I guess that those would be the two main reasons I'm not sure okay um, well I know for me I was like yes perfect because you're like a little ball of sunshine or just this little nugget of joy and like for me personally we've talked about this a little bit i have that crippling social anxiety and when the first rehearsal you said to everybody we're gonna go to the pub after rehearsal anybody who wants to come join us Mm -hmm. that was so heartwarming to me because it was like okay now you've got a, a real invitation you're gonna go and then like, I think I told you this, I circled the block like 10 times trying to yeah, work up the courage to go in there and y'all had already ordered your drinks and your meals and everything when I roll in. But, and I was so, so, so nervous, but you gave me this huge smile and were so welcoming and warm. And yeah, that would be my theory on top of the fact that you have quite a bit of experience as well. Thanks. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I really just want to keep our social time to be really open for anyone to come and enjoy themselves and feel like part of the theater family. So, yeah. For sure. It's such a bonding experience. Um, And sometimes you don't feel that until you're like in the theater, which I feel like we could create those bonds maybe a little bit earlier. I find with past shows I've been in, you really don't connect with people until like tech week when you're all, you know, 
getting down and dirty into the nitty gritty <laughs> about the show, right? So yeah, it's just kind of my way to make sure everyone feels welcome and hopefully they come out before Tech Week and we can get to know each other a little bit more before that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually that's a really good point. I didn't I didn't really feel that that crunch of bond until we were doing the parade, the costume parade, which was so fun. And we were all like on that stage and kind of, you know, helping each other with our costumes and feeling that excitement of being on stage. Um, That's when it really, really kicked in. And you're right, it probably wouldn't have until we were on tech week, but we do have these little opportunities, the rehearsals and going for a bite to eat where we can kind of start that a little bit, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got ahead of myself because I was so excited to talk to you. I forgot something. <laughs> oh, so we're going to backtrack a little smidgeroony. So That's okay. <laughs> Brent, uh, Brent Wilkinson gifted a game to the show. It's meant nice. to be an icebreaker. Normally I do this before I'm like, Rare! with all the questions. So <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so I'm going to give you two options. And then you'll choose one of the two options and then let me know why. It doesn't have to be like my favorite option though. Neither are gonna be great. I'm gonna tell you right that right now. Okay. They're both gonna No, suck. because everyone always goes with one option because I've been listening to your oh. podcast. So I was like, hmm. I might stray from what everyone does. You do you, boo-boo. Uh, they're both going to suck, and you just got to pick oh. the best of the two. Um, and we've gotten to a point where I've gone through most of these, so we might just... Normally, I would let you pick a color, but we might just stick... Oh, with, I don't have to pick a color. Okay. Yeah, well, what the heck? Blue, blue or red? Red. <coughs> Everyone picks blue. Uh, okay, okay, we can. I don't have to skip any of these. So... Which one would you prefer? To eat every meal with mayonnaise, even dessert, or walk over a beehive? Oh, man. (laughs) See, I told you they'd both suck. Like, walk over. So, actually step on a beehive? See, these are... This is why I love this game, because everybody's brain works differently and I right. love that immediately people are like mm, what are the loopholes here because it yeah. does not specify that so it's like a one-time experience um yeah you know what I would risk that over putting mayonnaise on everything um I'm a bit of a foodie so I work for Cisco, my, my career is working for Cisco, the food service company, so I guess I have to be a foodie. <laughs> um, but I would not be able to put mayonnaise on everything, no. That's just Wrong. I mean, I like mayonnaise, I don't dislike mayonnaise, but I don't want it on every meal for the rest of my life. Even dessert, like there's no reprieve. Even no. dessert. And it would be like, I mean, I get the salty sweet thing, but always and mayonnaise (laughs) no i'm good i would take i would take walking over beehive and getting stung however many times once and be done with it Mm -hmm. 
I feel mm. as though there is a challenge in the mayonnaise for every meal thing and that you would have to be pretty creative. Like, and there's another caveat there, how much mayonnaise? Like, do I just right? have to have a little squirt and then I can move on to my meal or, right? But yeah, uh, yeah what? and if, if I was gonna cause harm to the bees in the hive, like I had to destroy the hive in order to walk over it, I think that would be a, I'd pick the mayo, yeah. but walking yeah. over it kind of suggests you have control. Wait, can I leap? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably break an ankle, but I'd be leaping. <laughs> so there we go. Now we broke the ice. <laughs> we can get back to, back to the stuff. Um, but yeah, so a costume parade, um, mm -hmm. I might as well ask you since you're the sheriff deputy person. Is that a normal or often thing that's done? No. Uh, well, not not for the shows that I've been in, in at Theatre Sarnia. So, yeah, I love the concept because normally it's during tech week where you get to try on, well, no, I guess you get to try them on a couple times before tech week. But I feel like tech week is when you first get to, oh, this also might be a little bit of a lie. <laughs> If you're a dancer, or if you're dancing and moving a lot in your costume, sometimes the uh, wardrobe people will let you wear it during rehearsal. Oh, okay. But then, really, tech week is when you get to try everything, and then it's like, oh shoot, maybe this needs to be fixed. So it's kind of nice that we're looking at it now. Yeah, I really like the concept. Yeah, it was fun. It it was a long, it was a big, long night, but it was mm -hmm. really fun to see everybody all gussied up. And I thought, uh, maybe I shouldn't say what the outfit was, but there was one dress that you wore, and I love White Christmas. Like, the movie is one of my all-time favorites. And when you put on this particular dress, I almost burst into tears. I was just like, is so pretty and it just looked so similar to the movie and yeah lynn knocked it out of the park with that one. hopefully it's you, you know be... which one i mean right yeah it's going to be perfect oh i'm so excited oh, i love it <laughs> you really do have all, so many glamorous beautiful outfits and even there's uh the one yellow uh casual outfit mm -hmm. as cute as a button too I really like that one also. Just, I don't yeah. think there was any that you had that I no. was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I know. I feel really, really, um, oh, what's the word? Oh, I can't think of the word right now. But I just feel, oh, shoot, I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, not like there's any pressure on you. We're not like we're <laughs> recording or anything. <laughs> um, I just feel like... The costume people really put so much work into mm -hmm. making sure we're all gonna like feel beautiful mm -hmm. on stage mm -hmm. which is like so nice mm -hmm. even those subtle things uh like uh catherine talking about jewel tones or mm -hmm. paying attention to every tiny little detail scarves and hats and that yeah. felt really special. Like, For sure. every single detail is looked after. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think Catherine's vision for what she would like to see, like Lynn just just really um... (laughs) think of my words! (laughs) And then like 4am you're going to wake up and be like, I know all the words I wanted to say before and maybe what we can do, you can tell me and I'll go in and I'll say them for you. You'll be like, what's the word? And then you'll hear me go, blah, 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 over top, like a recording. It'll be s- seamless oh, and not God. awkward at all. Right. <laughs> Look on your face. <laughs> um, Tell you what, if, if they come to you... How would I just try and say them? Yeah, okay, go. I really just think Lynn crushed it. Yeah. She did. That's about, that's all that needs to really be said, right? Yeah. And end of that. Um, So, uh, like, you've you've done a lot of stuff. Like, looking at, I just very quickly looked through, and you've got Legally Blonde, Beauty and the Beast, Something Rotten, Tarzan, and that's what I see on my end of things. I'm guessing there's probably more that I don't, yep, there's a big nod. Um, Yeah. So I didn't grow up in Sarnia, I grew up in Chatham. Okay. So my first ever show was in 19, I'm going to age myself, 1998. I was an orphan in Annie. My role was Tessie. And my mom really encouraged me to go out for it. I don't know that I really wanted to. (laughs) But I'm super thankful for it because... It really got me out of my comfort zone at an early age, and I think if I hadn't been involved in theater, I'd be more on the shy side. It really has helped me with my self-confidence. And with Annie, I actually was just supposed to be an orphan with no name, but as the show rehearsal progressed, uh, they decided to split some of the roles, and then I ended up getting a solo so that was really cool <laughs> and then in Chatham I did quite a few shows with Theatre Kent and Take About Productions all throughout growing up um, Take About Productions was a kids production company so it was uh, interactive theatre which was really neat we would bring people up on stage and have them blow with all their might to blow people off stage, like just random stuff like that. (laughs) So that was really a cool experience also. And then when I came to Sarnia after university, I was working for Cisco and I didn't know if I could fit rehearsals in and practicing outside of rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So I didn't join the theater for quite some time and then in 2018, I decided to go out last minute for Legally Blonde. And that was kind of my first step back into the theater. And I don't know if you feel this way, but once you're in it, you're like, this That's is it. pretty cool. Yeah. This is, I don't want to give this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's uh, it's an addiction for sure. Yeah. So uh, can you tell me more about this interactive theater thing? Because that sounds super fun. You were saying, is it Tinkerbell Theater? No, Take a Bow Productions. Oh, Take Oh, oh ta- okay. That's my ears. Not working it's great. Okay. Take a Bow. You're pronounce it very good. Take a Bow. No, no, it's definitely my ears. Um, and it was a theater for kids. 
like the yeah, actors so being kids and then go ahead it was mostly kids on stage but also there were adults involved where the parts fit mm. and then we would bring in school audiences and have them interact with us and then also have a few night shows but we did everything from Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. We did Beauty and the Beast. We did The Wizard of Oz. It was so fun. It was such a great experience. And it's kind of a different level of nervous when you mm. get to break the fourth wall and interact with the audience. But I got to play quite a few leading roles in those shows. I was Belle in Beauty and the Beast and I was um, Snow White. So that was fun, uh, lots of pressure. And I feel like my mind as a child was way better at memorizing things hmm. than as an adult. I don't know if you find that, but like, maybe it's because we have so much more in our brain at this point in our life that it's harder to retain. <laughs> I feel like maybe we should take a moment though and like uh, remember who was off book before absolutely everyone else which would be yourself. Um, <laughs> I thought Metzler was going to fall over when you said, oh, can we try being off book? And he was like, excuse me? Um, so I, I would say, I would, either you've got a lot of uh, discipline on when you are practicing at home or you naturally have a pretty damn good memory. Uh, no. I do rehearse a lot outside of rehearsals. Yeah. My mom helps me run my lines. She's also super sweet. That is very wholesome. <laughs> and her favorite part, or her favorite movie is White Christmas. Oh. She's watched it, like, probably a hundred times since I got the part. She's like, yeah, I just had it on today in the background. Just, just in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Like, no pressure. No, no pressure. not at all. <laughs> she, she's going to be checking your lines for you. Like, wait, I don't think you said that one correctly. <laughs> oh, that's that's very cute. Um, but yeah, no, you definitely, there's a level of professionalism that you bring to the rehearsals that I, I was very, am very impressed with. Uh, not to say that everybody else isn't professional, but there was, you you took a step before everybody else, like with suggesting to go off off, off book right away. Um, that was just really impressive because it, it was clear that you were also challenging yourself in doing that because you didn't have to. You could have stayed within the comfort of not needing to until it was enforced. It's kind of nice to be off book because then you can focus on... yeah your actions and making things natural and like I mean there's an element of exaggeration because you're on stage so you want to make sure that you're hitting those points but also making it look natural like you're in a conversation with someone else so that's that's the things that I want to focus on now and I've really been trying to like dig deeper into who is Betty and like what type of persona I want to give off as Betty. And how does that work for you? How do you uh, develop that characterization? Is it in doing the lines with the other characters or is it part of something that you do at home or what does that look like to you? For me, it's more of reflection time at mm -hmm. home. 
and going scene by scene and kind of writing out what Betty is feeling at this point mm. or what I should be feeling and any any changes in emotions too and how they develop throughout the scene. Um, so then how about how about memorizing lines? How do you go about doing that? Uh, for me, it's best to just keep going over and over again, over it again. I just, I wish I had like that photo, mm. what is it called? Photographic mm -hmm. memory. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have that. And sometimes, you know, I might not say the line perfectly exactly how it's written, but I will make sure that everything is there so that the scene can move along. But no, for me, it's just repetitive, repetitive work for memorization. How about you? Oh, no, 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 this is not about me. That's not how this works. <laughs> uh, you have some lines, though. My favorite line is, hat? Yeah. And that's it. That's my favorite one. <laughs> and oh, I, that one I nail it every time. <laughs> God, God help me if I forget it in the moment, which, yeah, you know, now that I've said that. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so in this show, you're doing you're doing everything. You're singing, you're dancing, you're acting. Is there one of those three that you feel most comfortable in, and maybe one that you are most out of your comfort zone in? I would say acting is where I'm most comfortable, but not right when I get a script. Mm. Um, it takes time for me to get to a point where. I feel comfortable and I've kind of settled into the character. But once I'm there, I feel very good about it. It's just getting there, which takes practice. And then dancing, I would say, is second. I've been a dancer for quite a few years. And it's funny, as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, I wonder if my answers would have been different a couple of years ago. I don't know. Ooh. Dancing might have been first. What created that shift? I don't know. Uh, Interesting. You just had like a moment of realization right right here in front of me. <laughs> right? Um, I haven't had a lead role in quite a long time. So that could be it. Mm. Because I've always had to really focus on the dancing parts when I'm in the ensemble. Whereas now I have a character that I need to portray on stage and I want to make sure that um, I do the best job I can. So, and I'm starting to feel more comfortable with Betty too. So I think maybe that's why I feel different about this show compared to past shows. And then singing, my voice is coming along. Uh, <laughs> I have always really pushed my voice as a singer, um, which I only really came to the realization after Tarzan, because I had no voice after those last seven shows. I was also going through quite a bit in my life at that point, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it could have been stress and mm -hmm. the combination of having seven shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I started taking voice lessons from Sandra Mogensen, and she does some of the accompaniment for rehearsals, and then she's also music directing for The Little Mermaid. So. I started taking lessons from her in May, June. It was before auditions. 
And she really got me kind of to pull back and just sing, which has been kind of a game changer. And I don't think without her help, I would have gotten Betty. So, yeah. What do you mean by pull back and just sing? Um... So in the past, I've always felt like I really need to project my voice. Oh, okay. And sometimes it comes out, or at least it hurts my throat, mm. which isn't good. Mm-hmm. Whenever you sing, you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel pain. Um, and it's not something that happens right away. It's just over, yeah, over the course of, you know, lots of singing, then it starts to wear you down. So, yeah, she's just kind of brought me back to. Well, I don't know that I've ever sang the way I'm singing. So <laughs> she's really found something in me, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's its refreshing and kind of cool to discover new things about your voice. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, that's lovely. I wouldn't have guessed that that was the case, that you were new to that lesson thing and possibly recently struggling, because you seem like a very strong, confident singer to me um, that is hands down my most nerve-wracking part of all of this I don't have to I don't have to dance which is good but yeah so um, I have taken lessons like if, I have taken lessons my whole life someone mm. people just haven't brought it maybe to light I don't know hmm. like when I was younger we used to have to do or I used to sign up for oh what was it called music festival and they would be like in churches and in theaters. You'd have to perform with no microphone or anything. Oh. So I feel like maybe it was that part that really made me think about pushing my voice too much. Hmm. That would make and sense. Reeling it in. That makes perfect sense. Um, this is a fun one, mostly for me. Is there elements of Betty that are coming from your personality directly and other parts of Betty that are completely different from your personality? I feel like in a way, Betty is Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she's like a more mature version of Kate. (laughs) Like I still like to have fun I mean, I think Betty does too, but like, maybe not that often. (laughs) 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 I like to joke around and Betty's very serious. But yeah, I think kind of her journey really aligns with mine in life. So yeah, if you come see the show, you might find out why. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, what a great plug. I. There was a moment during the the um, costume parade where I was like, oh my gosh, the two have become one. There was a Kleenex on the stage and everyone was like, eh, it's a Kleenex on the stage. And you were like, are you, are you ri- really, really? And you picked it up and took it to the garbage. And it was just such this <laughs> Betty moment <laughs> that, that, uh, that was cute. Just like everyone needs to grow up. Right. Let me just pick up this. It's Kleenex. just a flipping <laughs> Kleenex, everybody. <laughs> so yeah, we are what are we are we at the halfway mark for White Christmas? Oh gosh, we're we're like five weeks away. Oh my goodness. Yeah, let me look at my calendar. Hang on. 
One, two, three, four. Yeah, five. Wow. On Friday, it'll be five weeks to opening night. Oh my god, my stomach just started hurting. <laughs> <laughs> like you did, That's like what I before this call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I guess. No, I was just nervous, <laughs> but I'm fine now. <laughs> oh, wow. Huh. Yeah, five weeks. Isn't that crazy? It's exciting. It's very exciting. I feel like Act 1 has a lot in it, and then Act 2 is... It moves moves along quite a bit and like at this point I how do I want to word this I feel confident with act one but like I'm excited to get into the nitty-gritty of act two and tonight's the night we have re I have rehearsal tonight and we're um choreographing one of the songs with um Martha Judy and I so should be fun mm -hmm. yeah we haven't done it we haven't really done a lot of act two no yet I don't think I have done any of that yet. I, thinking about, like, the, and I, I won't get into too much detail, obviously, but, like, thinking that the chaos that goes on in almost every single scene, at least when I, the ones that I'm involved in, it, people are always coming and going. There's all these things happening and people moving here and exits and entrances and, like, thinking about uh, stage managing or directing this show, like, I just, there's too many things up in the air. I can barely keep track of myself. Yeah, and the script, I feel like, only gives so many stage directions, right? So it's really up to Catherine to be creative and and come up with what we're, where we're exiting, where we're entering, what the set's going to look like so that, you know, the scene, we're setting the scene right. Like, yeah, it's, it's wild. Okay, and then one more question before we get to the last little, little bit. Again, this is a fun one for me. This is my show, so I get to be selfish sometimes. Are you, would you consider yourself a Christmas person? Oh, that is a very serious look of thought. So, I like Christmas. I don't dislike Christmas at all. I enjoy family time um, and spending time with friends too during the holidays but I'm not really into gifting mm. or getting mm. gifts I just find it really stressful <laughs> yes <laughs> um it can be very very stressful absolutely yeah and my family has really gone away from giving gifts mm. at all which is great <laughs> we just get together on Christmas Eve and then um, if you go off to your significant other on Christmas, then that's what you do. But my mom has us on Christmas Eve, and she knows that. <laughs> um, and she she appreciates that time that we set aside. <laughs> but for us, the gifts just became, like, gift cards. So it was like... Why? Yeah. We're giving you a gift card, and then you're giving me a gift card. And it's just... We're just getting to a point age-wise where we can get whatever we want on our own. Um, oh, that sounds so grinchy. No, it doesn't. It, I, like we, <laughs> we, We've kind of started that a little bit in, in our family, too. Or we say, uh, I want to gift you an experience, and then you go with, and 
you yeah. go play or you go to uh, you go out for supper or you go walk and look at the lights that. or something like that so it's a gift of memories rather than because it's the same deal like you get to a point where if you want it you buy it and if it's not a gift card well what if it's just crap that you're not going to use that you don't really mm -hmm. need um it, it is a natural a natural stage for myself yeah. it's the decorating it's the lights oh. and all that stuff uh november 12th the party starts i think i'm gonna decorate early this year too yeah i love all of the i normally lights. wait till december but i think i'm gonna decorate earlier on boxing day it all comes down like i once christmas is over i'm done that's enough. oh really you don't keep it up till new year's no that's it get it out of here i'm done with it especially christmas music christmas uh, nope so as soon d december 26th if i'm home it's gone everything's yeah. down so i like that time leading up i always decorate a little bit too early maybe but when it's done it's you're done. waiting till after remembrance day sometimes some years we have made excuses to decorate earlier but typically try to be respectful of remembrance yes. day yeah but yeah um no and i don't know i would just appreciate quality time more than anything and my whole family is kind of in agree agreement so I do have a new niece this year, so things might change as the years go on. But yeah, Christmas is yeah. for little kids too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm cognizant of the time, and I know you have to get to rehearsal uh, in not too long. Uh, and I usually try to, at the end of the episode, give the guest an opportunity to uh, talk about a side hustle or a charity or something that they're passionate about or we can just talk more about Christmas that suits me just fine but <laughs> it's up to you uh, where we go for the next couple minutes okay we've been like pondering this one um, <laughs> I just oh maybe I'll give some advice I don't know. <laughs> Do I want to give advice? I don't think so. Um, maybe not advice. Just make sure you're finding joy in life. And if your joy is work, then that's cool. But this sounds so cheesy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Right now it's absolute gold because you stopped and went, this sounds so cheesy. You were perfect. <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I'm so thankful I got back into theater when I did because actually an older friend of mine brought this up at the theater on Sunday while I was there seeing a show. And she said, sometimes you just age out of parts and it gets to that point. So I'm so glad that I got back into it in 2018 so that hopefully I'll have a good chunk of years left to Jeez. keep going. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you're just ancient already, so I mean it's only downhill from here. Holy doodle. And I guess just do something that creates excitement in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And Theater is crazy for that. It is great. It's great. And sometimes we need like, to be reminded that 
joy and enjoyment of life is important too. We live in a culture that is so centered on working and getting money and having more than other people that, yeah, sometimes even if it's cheesy, having that reminder that these things bring so much more to us than, but you're right, maybe for some folks that work piece is the joy piece. They're pretty damn lucky if that's the case. For sure. And um, I don't know if you find this, but with theater, it's, I don't do drugs, so I don't, (laughs) but I feel like it's like that, right? Like you just, it's just this adrenaline rush that lasts for so long and gives you so much energy and yeah, it's so neat. I love it. I'm not a big drug person either, but that does <laughs> kind of sound like a drug endorsement. So, you know, it works. <laughs> I can't think of a better spot to end the episode. <laughs> this, was fun. this was fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so grateful. I know how busy you are because I know the schedule for theater. Never mind, you have a job and, and a life. Uh, so I'm very, very grateful that you made time for me today. I'm so excited to be on the stage with you in five weeks. Oh my God, my stomach, every time the word, we say five weeks, my stomach's like, <laughs> okay, have fun at rehearsal tonight. I have the night off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm sure I will see you in the very, very near future. Yeah, possibly Sunday. Pro- probably, yeah, <laughs> probably. Okay, have a good night. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay, kids, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.